Fed Square proudly acknowledges that Federation Square is situated on the traditional lands of the Boonarung and Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation and pays respects to their elders past and present. We acknowledge Aboriginal people as Australia's first people and as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and water on which they relay. We recognise and value the ongoing contribution of Aboriginal people and communities to Victorian life and how this enriches us. We embrace the spirit of reconciliation, working towards the equality of outcomes and ensuring an equal voice. Hi, my name's uh, Rob Hyatt. I'm Manager of Education and Visit Experience at the Koori Heritage Trust. We're a cultural centre based at Federation Square. I would like to do an acknowledgement of the country, acknowledge the lands of the traditional owners that uh, we sit on, um, being the people of the Kulin Nations and in particular the Wurundjeri people, and pay my respects to their elders, both past and present. So the Koori Heritage Trust is based at Federation Square and as a Aboriginal cultural organisation, part of what we do in our work is talk about the culture of the land of Victoria and the various nations right across Victoria, but sitting on the country that we do based at Federation Square, um, we run quite a few tours and do a lot of work within that space of educating the broader public about the history of Melbourne, the history of Federation Square from an Aboriginal perspective. There's a few points um, in and around that. Part of that is naming and understanding Aboriginal context in terms of language that in the area of the Wurundjeri people, it is known as Nam, the whole of the area of Melbourne. And that falls under the spoken language of the Wurundjeri people, which is the Woiwurrung language. As part of that, obviously Melbourne has quite a strong history from an Aboriginal perspective, you know, going way back before the enterprise sailed up what we now know as the Arrow River. And the landscape itself is a lot of wetlands. The river itself is a flooding river. And so it provided a much different space to what we see now. And in that context, the Yarra River itself was actually known in Boorang language, but also similar in Bunurong language as Birurung. And Birurung translates to River of Mists and Shadows. And so Federation Square, sitting right beside that river, actually sits beside Birurung, the River of Mists and Shadows. And it captures more the landscape that it was, where the River of Mists capturing more the mists of the evenings and the mornings that would normally sit over the wetlands and the shadows capturing the landscape of the trees overhanging, creating the shadows across the river. And so it is a very, very different site, but it is quite interesting from the point of view that we see a little bit of that in the you know, city of Melbourne and the walk that we have along the river today, known as Birarung Ma, where Ma actually translates to beside. So in the city of Melbourne, beside Federation Square, created that walk that we now know as Birarung Ma, it actually does translate to beside the river of mists and shadows. So I think it is quite amazing that while we have that strong history of Aboriginal culture within the area, that that culture is still a part of our landscape today and while it might not be part of a natural landscape it is part of the built environment that you can still experience that culture within Melbourne today as well. So where Federation Square sits actually sits on sites of ceremony and those sites of ceremony actually go all the way through to the MCG which is around about a 15 minute walk from 
Federation Square as well. And so being a site of ceremony, it actually captured what we see as the five nations of the Kulin nations. So the Wurundjeri people or the Woiwurrung speaking language clans, the Bunurong people, Jajurung people, Tungurong and the Wadharong people. And so in that whole area, that actual ceremony was known as Tandaram across those languages. And so that Tandaram used to occur anywhere from Federation Square or what we now know as Federation Square all the way through to the MCG today. And along the river were camping grounds, hunting sites, obviously being a wetlands, what was hunted in that area wasn't always large game, but it was actually, you know, the sustaining life from the river itself in terms of fish, eels, even sharks being pulled out of the water further down where we know the aquarium sits today around Queensbridge Street. And prior to colonisation of the area, there was actually a five-foot waterfall sitting down around where Queen Street Bridge sits now. And it was fresh water on one side, salt water on the other side. And so they actually used to hunt sharks out of that river. And even some of the early colonists within the area actually noted dolphins jumping over those waterfalls. Being a flooding area and a flooding river, eventually, I think around the 1860s, that waterfall was actually blown up and destroyed basically to alleviate some of the issues of flooding of the time and support the more growth of Melbourne as well. And so the landscape itself is very different to what we know it is now, but has modified and changed over time, basically to sustain the city that we have now. From an Aboriginal perspective, though, yes, it was a landscape that was utilised, you know, in terms of ceremony, in terms of culture, how the people lived on the land was dictated by the landscape itself in terms of what was hunted. Like I said, eels and fish were a main diet, but even magpie, geese and frogs were part of the diet being wetlands as well. And so the whole of the landscape was utilised in that sort of sense. And we're looking at a spread right across what we now know as metropolitan Melbourne um, from that point of view. And so the area of Federation Square has quite a rich traditional history of ceremony and a rich traditional history of life within that area. And, you know, I think that's quite important to note. And what is really, I think, amazing now is that that history can still be found at Federation Square today, in particular with the ceremonial trees that we see just outside of Feder um, the Koori Heritage Trust commemorating the revival of the Tandaram ceremony, where we virtually went 150 years without that ceremony, um, where the Kulin Nations weren't able to practice. And I think it was around 2013, um, that ceremony was brought back and has been held at Federation Square since. And those five nations are coming back and actually able to practice that traditional ceremony today at Federation Square, I think is, is quite amazing. And the fact that it's commemorated in some way actually means that it is a cultural site again from that perspective. And it occurs every year in October at the moment. Um, obviously, this year, that's going to be a bit different. But it's been really amazing to, I think, know that there is a history there through the Koori Heritage Trust, through the work of, you know, local organisations, in particular, the Wurundjeri people and their corporation, are able to still provide a lot of 
information for a lot of people, the general public, to visitors to Melbourne, right across the space of the fact that there is an Aboriginal history, but that history still actually remains today and that the culture itself still remains today through ceremony, through, you know, the landscape and teaching the landscape, walking the landscape. And I think that's really important as well. While we can talk about the uh, traditional landscape of Melbourne, the traditional landscape of where Federation Square sits today and the fact that it does have quite a strong heritage um, in terms of the traditional landscape of the river, the wetlands, the flooding plains that we had, um, the fact that ceremony took place in and around those areas from Federation Square all the way through to what we now know is the sport and entertainment precinct really of Melbourne. It really does capture the space from, um, you know, quite a significant cultural site in a traditional sense. Um, and like I said on a couple of other points, it is still amazing, I think, to be able to introduce the culture, especially to visitors to Melbourne, um, to visitors within that area, in, in a modern context of the fact that the culture is still alive and the fact that the culture can still be found in so many other ways in the current landscape within the built environment as well. So, for example, we have the amazing Birrarung Willem Aboriginal art installation as public art just outside of Federation Square on the river near Arplay. And it's an amazing site done by three strong female Aboriginal artists capturing elements of the landscape that was in terms of message sticks, eels, possum skin cloaks, spears and shields, how Aboriginal people lived in the area in a traditional lifestyle, capturing the culture from that point of view. And I think that's really amazing that people need to know when they are visiting that that culture is still there. And it resonates not just from a historical context of traditional landscape, but sits in our modern landscape today. And further from that, it then provides a really, you know, amazing gateway, if you like, walking from Federation Square through and across that art installation along Birrarung Ma, through and across then into the Sport and Entertainment Precinct, where firstly we have William Barrack Bridge as the main entry point across into the MCG and Yarra Park, and Birrarung Ma sort of moves us from the areas of Federation Square and the importance of the river, then across into what we know as Yarra Park through William Barrack Bridge. And William Barrack is recognised as the last traditional Narangita or head man of the Wurundjeri people. And he was a prominent artist in his day. He was actually probably one of, you know, I think Australia's first activists that fought for the human rights of his people. And so they have that recognised in such an amazing way of that bridge from Basically, Berrama Federation Square through to the MCG is so significant. With that being opened in 2006 in time for the Commonwealth Games, meant that we were able to promote powerful Aboriginal people as of Melbourne's history to the world at that time. And then in the last couple of years, opening up Berrama to the Australian Open and the tennis and the tennis centre now through Tandaram Bridge. And as I mentioned already, Tandaram is that traditional ceremony that was held by the Kulin Nations in that space where we know is the sport and entertainment precinct today. And so to have that recognised through the naming of 
that bridge, which is basically a sister bridge to the William Barrett Bridge, means that that culture is all around. The culture is still practiced by the people in terms of ceremony, in terms of our elders being able to do well in the countries, on country, but it's also then captured in the landscape through art features, but also the naming of prominent sites within our city as well. New episodes of Anything But Square are released every Wednesday and we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and sign up to our newsletter at fedsquare.com. Take care and we'll see you next Wednesday.